0: Morning Mr. Burr. Good morning Mr. Shekman. Um
1: so how does the toast make you feel?
0: Oof, that's uh that's tough to say. There's um tomato, there's uh onion, mm-hmm. um, what looks like avocado. Um mm-hmm. I, I think these are sesame seeds. Um and last but not least, um there's a tentacle oh that doesn't sound too bad <laughs> well that's your opinion but more importantly there's no f- toast
1: yeah okay um so jeremy tried to cut his own ear off and things been a little bit well actually normal really i guess in, in, in certain perspectives um yeah that might explain what you got
0: Please, Mr. Sheckman, tell me that his ear isn't in this uh, this mess. No, no, no. He, he
1: nearly cut his ear off.
0: He never actually managed it. What he needs to know, um,
1: or what you need to know firstly, is that he was trying to be abstract. Um, what he needs to know is Van Gogh was post-impressionist, not abstract.
0: Fascinating. But uh, mm-hmm. what the hell is that going to do with the toast of the week?
1: this is toast it's anagram toast you know tomato onion avocado sesame tentacle uh toast um I I did suggest thyme instead of tentacle but he was quite set on it and at that point there was a lot of blood and so I just said fine go with it and send it out (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: Let's be honest, when I first got your lines and I was really <laughs> running through them, I read testicle. I was like, what the hell was that doing on the anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank God I went to Tentacle there. I exactly. I exactly. Okay, cool. Uh, well, anyway, Toasting Design, Shaka Shaka, Michael Burr. Michael, what have you learned to read or seen this week?
0: Right, so um, I've been building something. So oh. um, it turns out that I've got a very nice light source for the wind tunnel. Um, it just so happens that it uses... Uh, a hundred and twenty volts three hundred watt halogen bulbs, and uh-huh. unfortunately, three hundred watt light bulbs, halogen running on one twenty volts are <laughs> like dinosaur teeth. you <laughs> can't <conquer laughs> get them for love of money They mm. it's just not a thing anymore um so you can you can buy old stock, but um it's it's not done all right, yeah. so plan b, what can you replace in it? oof, 120 volts, that amount of power that fits in the slot in the light source, nothing is the answer, mm-hmm. so I thought, hmm, walk around the shop, walk around the shop, try and think, well, how can I, you know, amplify and get more and more light, and then I saw a special, mm. 9000 lumen LED spotlights, mm-hmm. one of those, like, mega bright, <laughs> Yeah, it's 100 watts, <laughs> Valley D light That's bright man That is mm-hmm. 9000 yes. lumens yeah. It's 12 12 <laughs> down spotlights yeah. it's, a, it's a lot of light Anyway so I thought I can take the focusing lens I can take the knife edge All I have to do Is build a light box mm. To Basically beam Beam the light down So that's what I've been doing Okay. But I noticed something interesting When I was Busy playing around with this I'm obviously building this at home So Not not in a full on workshop So I'm using lots of Cardboard and, and glue First thing you realise when dealing with a super powerful LED is that it um, doesn't really get hot at all, whereas my good old halogen bulb would would burn you properly. Yeah. So just just a few things. Um, I then also noticed a couple of things that okay. normal so um, incandescence um, so tungsten light bulbs, halogen bulbs, fluorescent tubes um, that's known as incandescent light, and LEDs uh. do not produce incandescent light do you know why it is that bugs are not attracted to led light that's what i learned this week do you know why that is
1: is it a particular kind of um like energy output or frequency output for
0: them there we go so moths and things are attracted to candles but no other bugs are so if you put a candle outside it doesn't get surrounded by bugs but at the coast in the kruger park You put a fluorescent tube outside or a normal blight bulb, you're just going to get bugs, right? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. Here's the funny thing. Incandescence produces a large amount of UV light. And the funny thing is insects see UV light. So they get to see the entire world at night. That's why they flock around UV light Mm. sources. LEDs do not produce UV light, which means bugs cannot even see that they're on. (laughs) (laughs) so there you go that is what i learned is that for the same stuff that works for us um led lights if you shine a torch uh, led light for a dog at night Mm -hmm. the dog does not see most of that because dogs can also see in the uv spectrum and leds don't Uh, emit in the uv spectrum so dogs will only see part of the infrared stuff but less of it than what we see sure there you go for the same thing so how's that for a concept yeah,
1: yeah I think where it would actually come up in a design would be someone's like, I cannot let go LED it's you know lower power usage it's more green you know that wonderful word mm. um and let me use that in, as my bug catcher system um and, and completely not think about why do bugs why are bugs
0: actually attracted
1: to light um,
0: so so there you go yeah mm. um interesting um in, yeah you know, right so for today mm, mm. what what we what we can do is mm-hmm. something which students do quite often and we'll see it in reports is that um that first section that we love so much the students defining the problem yes. and we know that you know while you're busy being an engineering student and struggling through it all what you what you sometimes have to do is you have to sort of make a problem up <laughs> yes yeah. you have to make it real and, and that, yeah. we're not saying it's all fairy tale stuff there are real problems it's just mm-hmm. a case of you know y- you have to flesh it out you're not the president of a country which has this actual problem to solve but you've got to make up you've got to find all the facts you've got to piece them together you've got to do a little bit of analysis etc mm. how easy is it to go completely off the rails and design yourself a marshmallow train when you should have been making a plastic space rocket
1: yo I mean if we do find an answer to that, that would be a, well, it certainly make my lectures a lot easier. Um, let's first start looking at, okay, let's maybe use one or two examples, sort of isolate maybe where those go wrong. Um, and, and see if we can go generalized
0: from there. Cl- cl- a classic one is one which involves, um, transportation and time. That's a very common general mm. problem to solve. Yes. And, you yeah. know, if you think about it, it's a case of, um, you know, online food delivery, um, package delivery stuff it, it, it's a case of it's the we're going to get more stuff in less time therefore it's a better better thing to do mm-hmm. um and that's often where you it, it's a good starting problem yeah but the way that you unpack it and break it down it, it's it's crumbly it's a sand castle that's just too dry here's yeah. a classic point um fire trucks respond to fires that's yeah. a fact and they, they deliver host pipes and pumps and firemen and all sorts of fun stuff to put out a fire and all cities have them so mm-hmm. there is infrastructure for that and they connect to mainline water tanks uh, water um, hydrants and things like that yeah what if um, you then say well to, to put fires out quicker mm-hmm. you need fire if the fire truck got there sooner, you could start putting the fire out quicker. So that's the timeline in the fire, which makes sense. That would be a problem to solve. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the problem is that fire trucks are too slow. Yeah. Okay, now I'm reading this in the report. It's a case of <laughs> There's stats on Dennis fire trucks and yes, General and Motors and Ford fire trucks and, and top yep. speed and water capacity, and I've got beautiful tables and lovely pictures, and I'm fascinated as a marker reading this. And then we've got zero to sixty times and cornering speeds and all wonder wondrous stuff. Mm. Um, and then you know we get to the, the the bit where we now got functional considerations, and all of a sudden we now need, um, you know, a fire truck that can do zero. It can cruise around the city at like eighty-five to ninety k's an hour while cornering, etc. Okay. Mm. Mm. <laughs> how, how is this? How is this
1: the actual problem? Um, Not only really that, but you then encounter the smallest amount of traffic, and it's like, cool. Okay, well, you you could, if you wanted to, go four hundred kilometers per hour around that corner, but.
0: Yes, and the fact yeah. that you know maybe the time stats so that most fires happen in rush hour, in which case a faster yeah. fire truck does what exactly? Exactly. Um, it accelerates in the traffic jam uh, better. Um, how, how would you say that that is, um, it started off okay, mm-hmm. and then it went horribly wrong?
1: I think maybe it's looking at it too much, I'm trying to think almost like a, a, a as a single perspective to it. So, so single
0: perspective as in honing in and the fire engine is the only way to fight fires exactly is that the first mistake
1: pretty much there you know you start the problem i always like you know we, we want to break the problem down to try and work out what its basic essence is and the way I, I tend to word that is i want to work out what factors have contributed to that problem and what happens is students will look okay why does it why did the fire truck why did the the fireman take so long to get to to the fire it sounds like a joke it's not um and the first thing I lock into well the fire truck's too slow and so you can even start to do some maths here you you can say okay cool if we look at this distance from a to b the fire truck has a top speed of 120 kilometers per hour which means even if they had a clear line of sight they would still traffic no traffic yeah even in ideal conditions it would still take too long therefore it's speed and you have looked at one factor and you've stopped there. You haven't looked any further. You haven't taken any kind of steps beyond that or anything of the sort. And I think that's that's the problem. Not necessarily that that is not correct, but it is essentially looking at one concept. Oh, 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 so let's, let's <laughs> not talk about concepts yet. This just breaking the problem down. Um, but I'm, I'm saying a problem in terms of... Yes, you know, focusing concept's on one the wrong aspect word. of it. Exactly. So... Um,
0: yeah. Would your recommendation be, I mean mine would be for the student to, to focus further back in time. So you started out with firemen, firemen, mm-hmm. and, and the words that you used is the firemen find out. How did they find out there was yeah. a fire? Because exactly, the yeah. stopwatch starts from firemen going down a fireman pole, getting in the fire engine, firing up the big, uh, big diesel and, and the sirens and then off you go. You can start your stopwatch for that part of the, the thing yeah but what happened before that
1: yeah warning systems early warning systems why why did people only notice the fire was occurring when they could see it
0: or smell and once it they noticed it, then what did they do yeah how did they uh, you know i think no 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 come let's okay. pause and appreciate modern society they would have <laughs> taken selfies with this burning building in the background before calling it in surely no but
1: that's it and i, I think maybe what's sort of it's scary to some students is I'm looking at the design here and I'm saying, okay, what I don't like is that I know how to design a vehicle, but this problem is pointing to if there was a way that if Instagram were happened to notice that's a fire taking a picture of it auto notifies the sort of authorities and and a fire is automatically
0: the fire station could literally be queued into hashtag fire. And just monitor that stuff. And that's probably actually going to be better early warning than anything else.
1: Exactly that. But the person like, well, I'm a mechanical engineer or I'm an aeronautical engineer, that's not my forte. I I don't want to design that, so I'm going to ignore it.
0: Ah, so you've hit the nail on the head. It's a case of what you'd like to design affects how you identify what the problem is. Yeah. Perfect. That's exactly right. Because... You could you could what if what if it took 15 minutes for the fire station to be notified that there was a fire but it only took mm-hmm. three minutes for the fire truck to get there is the faster fire truck the thing to solve because the best you could do is to cut the three minutes down to two minutes i mean a 33 percent increase in speed would do that that's mm-hmm. huge yeah in terms of like the power and energy required to do it in which case you've saved one minute out of mm-hmm. the whole the whole thing um, whereas maybe the thing is actually more powerful pumps for higher flow rate, or, yeah. or if if the fire engine is the not good enough, not big enough, not any of those sorts of things.
1: Well, I mean that's it because we now focus on two things, and I think maybe it's a case of right, well, I don't want to design this because that's app development and it's not my forte. Okay, cool. So there are two options: I can develop a new app, or we can do the more, you know, the the V twelve super duper merlin engine powered fire truck um okay but there's more to it it's also let's go a little bit later you know it's what i like to say is let's let's not try prevention let's just assume it's going to happen um we're now at the fire is it too late by the time we get to the fire or is it well we we get there but if we're just able to get that hose out quicker or if we're able to connect to that is up Faster
0: or longer ladders or exactly. all those or, sorts of things, or yes. connect
1: to the hydrant system and the water system quicker. It, it just it, it takes too long in those sort of things, and those little yeah. seconds add up.
0: Or unpack all the equipment out of the fire truck a lot quicker.
1: Exactly, and it requires a bit a bit of a look into it. You know, so it's and it's not necessarily an easy one, but it, it's looking at what data, what kind of times, you know, how long does each of those things take, and then how much would we need to do so you almost in defining the problem defining what you'd need to do is like we need to cut three seconds off getting everyone out of the truck we need to cut five seconds off getting the equipment out we need to cut 30 seconds off connecting to the water system etc um, etc et that would then give us four minutes of saved time that's what we needed actually and if they had that four minutes the fire might have been put out um that then if you've now defined the problem which has nothing to do with the speed of the fire truck we're assuming the fire truck can still uh, that, that its current system can work although I would also then say you've got to be careful in that the changes you make to it don't now make the fire truck slower that you're now putting 30 tons of battery on the system so that it can super uber duper you know push out everything instantaneously or whatever the case is
0: yeah and I think what you've identified there is that you you identified let's call them not not one problem mm. it was a series of problems and i think yes. we call them sub problems or mm. multi-layers to it and i think what's important is that sequencing is always always something that i, I advise i mean the errors mm. tend to learn it because you first have to get the machine off the ground then you've got to get it <laughs> to a cruising altitude then you've got to move. you know there's a there's a little bit of a, a kind of a let, let's first get it in the air and then accelerate it and then mm. make it get to where it needs to go so there's a bit more steps in it yeah you know whereas if it's a case of um you know you're thinking of speed you you can generally jump into top speed as opposed to thinking but how do you go from no speed to top speed Okay, that's called acceleration yeah so what if you can ex? if you're doing lots of stopping and starting i mean Mm. i would just think that if you if if it was what to do on a fire truck it's probably got nothing to do with with power it's probably got to do with the fact that it's, it's a modified truck. It does not have racing brakes. Um, so it's going to be that... that and, and you, Like you carry it. It's very heavy mm. when you're going to, to the fire. And let's be honest, how many trucks are designed for optimal braking and stuff like that while at max weight? And the answer is none yeah. of them mm. because trucks are not always at maximum weight. So fire truck, maybe it might be a thing of brakes and steering and, and lean and all of that sort of stuff. In which case... Well, are we dealing with just a couple of modifications there? In which case, it might have nothing to do with the power system, it might be braking and suspension, um, which would allow you to save time in the corners because co- there are more corners in a city than there are straights where you can gun its top thing. Um, but that would just be a case of taking a city map, and let's say Johannesburg, it's very easy, just stop in fire departments or fire stations, yeah. and you'll get, you know, Santon, Bedford View, Edenville, you know. Couple around um, the CBD, Randburg, etc. Yeah. You can work out well, how far, if there's a fire halfway between all of them, what's the furthest distance a fire truck in Joburg has to go? Yeah. Okay. Where are there no main roads in terms of like main arterial roads mm. between them? Like, what's the most horrible suburban distance to drive? In which case, that's the longest time. Yeah. Okay. But if there's only one little house there, then, you know, let's be honest. You know, that the house burn the fire fire truck can be useful for actually saving like lots of people's lives or something like that as opposed to people watching <laughs> little hu- i mean it's yeah. pretty for your house but i mean no, the point yeah. is you know if it's if you're not going to design a fire truck for the doomsday scenario which is very unlikely oh no no no
1: well uh, yeah it, it's no, no, no i think that's almost a whole separate topic is yeah. uh, designing for the extreme situation i i, I would say it's something to be very careful with here is each of these is a potential problem you know the, the time factor That's of once it, yes. we get there it, it's not that this is the problem and this is and if we're a, a supervisor or another supervisor in fourth year or a design lecturer tells you oh, have you considered this it doesn't mean that is the problem yeah. and like one for me that that tends to get me or i tend to say a lot is the idea is proposed okay you you thought about speed but what if it's not actually straight line speed but it's cornering speed and that is locked into there there is no proof or no calculations no actual validation to see or understand is that a problem and more importantly not only i mean it's you could probably argue yes it is a problem if you go around a corner faster all the better but if you solve that problem would it actually do any good you know does that problem exist in a way
0: yeah Um, you know it's one of those things where I can just imagine uh, you know students identify the thing of you know to prevent lean on a fire truck you now I use the ladder as the counterweight. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, or the water tank shifts to go inside the bend you can go on the and before you know it you you you're laughing and I'm laughing because I can very well imagine that reading this in a student project one day. It's yes. case if here's this variable water tank, the water tank is flexible and fluid. As you go around a bend it leans on the inside. So this fire truck leans literally like a biker going around a bend because that's a problem to solve. And I'm imagining a cartoon movie featuring this in the not too distant future. Because you could you could you can keep arguing that it is a problem to solve. Look, here's the maths. I've I've, yeah. I've 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 solved it. I've done it. Here's a concept which actually does it my criteria are perfect. It's an mm. even better water tank than what's on a fire truck and the point is but that's not the problem.
1: Yeah. It it you know and I think it's it's maybe the the what the, the definition of a problem it, it is a problem in that it's maybe it's the best example of it's a problem that it can be said to be a problem, but it's not a problem that actually needs to be solved. And yep. there are tons of those where it's a case of right. I've got this fire truck that can now go around this corner. It's going to throw water tank out into every side car it goes past and absolutely demolish them, by the way. But it means they can take that corner faster than a bloody Grand Prix car. However, everyone's going to say, well, everyone's just going to say, well, no, I, I don't want that. I don't need that. So you've got a solution. You've got a solution that is taken to a problem, but it's a problem no one actually wanted a solution to yeah. no one wants once you know no one's saying the problem is the fire trucks really can't go around that corner at five times the speed <laughs> it, exactly. it's not there but when you know it takes them too long to get to the destination yes th- th- that is a problem at the same time that's maybe too broad a problem because there, there's so many facets that are sort of associated with them um where time the timer is from a listen guys i've got a fire at my house right now would you mind coming along um that's where the timer starts so exactly. you've got from yeah. that point um and potentially you can even say okay let, let's step it back why did i take so long to know that there was a fire in my place okay cool and we're designing smoke detectors or, or whatever the case is now what i'd say is another sort of one way i see as a a, a route around this is this detect the idea of detection a prevention um as it were and what i can see students coming up with quite quickly is i will design a drone that will fly around the cbd and look for fires now it technically it detects fires early it is able to note things long before anyone else does by noticing glint in certain lighting conditions and blah 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 it's amazingly brilliant why would you say that is not necessarily a problem to be solved
0: I would go one step further back. Mm. And if you think about it, um, you know, 25 years ago, if Mm. someone saw something on fire, they would have had to leg it to the nearest phone and Mm. phone it in. Yeah. The world has changed. So there are, are, I mean, not all 7 billion people are equipped with a phone, but in in the big cities, almost everybody Mm -hmm. is. Yeah. Um, The number of observant people which are able to report and do that sort of stuff is flippant immense mm-hmm. so adding in additional uh, stuff for, yeah. for what purpose and here's the thing if you're dealing with let's say um, an industrial area there's no good flying a drone above it yeah. and, and looking at it because by the time the smoke and stuff makes it through the factory walls etc it's too late <laughs> yeah. the, the fire engine should have already been there and mm. um, with a household thing In the dead of night Yeah, it might help to have some eye in the sky Because if everyone's asleep You're only going to notice When you hear the crackling of Wooden roof timbers exploding And geases yeah. bursting and stuff like that All the horrible smell of smoke wakes you up But the fire could get quite advanced Without anybody seeing it And that's the point is people seeing it People noticing it um, So, yeah, from from a, a, a day-night point of view Sure um, In cities where it's really smoggy how would you even see that something's on fire, type thing? Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, there are there are ways and means to do it, but why fly around? Yeah. Any city's got high-rise buildings. You just need external fixed-mounted thermal imaging stuff exactly. on the outside of it um, um, to to do that. In in let's say cities with pretty clean stuff, you could literally have sniffer sensors. Yeah. You know, because you know sometimes uh, if you shine a, a thermal camera at a building you might be able to smell smoke before you pick up heat depending Mm. on where the fire is in think of a restaurant kitchen if you aim a thermal camera at the front face of a restaurant the kitchen fire is going to take a long time (laughs) before you pick it up (laughs) yes (laughs) you know and and then it's a case of okay well most places have got water sprinkler infrastructure but is that is that alarm actually functional Mm. Is it connected to anything um should it be um yeah, mm-hmm. how, how does it how does it all work? How does fire insurance work? Yeah, you know, I, I, um, yeah, all those sorts of questions, and it's case of maybe there's an ins- if you've got an old building, maybe it's better to let it burn down and build a new one um, because of how the insurance system works. Yeah, you'd have to unpack all of that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, for someone to say fly around and monitor, no. Yeah, okay, if you want to monitor lightning strikes catching fire in the Kruger Park to protect endangered species, um. Fixed towers, yeah, very expensive to put fixed towers all over the mm. park. Whereas if you know that there's a thunderstorm, a couple of drones that going to fly around near the thunderstorm just to keep an eye out. That's plausible, you know, drones being more controllable than blimps in wind, for mm. example, or kites or whatever the case is. So it it would definitely be scenario specific.
1: I think the other one is when you know it when you're worried about this is not my forte. This is not the, not the sort of area I want to go into. I think what it's also important and very often accept is right. You found the problem. You found the best way to solve the problem. You're not the person to solve that problem. Find another yeah. problem. Stop trying to force it into being that this is your problem. Now um, you can look a little bit further if you want to, but when you are starting to really start timing to the nanosecond, how long a fireman takes to get out of his truck, or how long the chef or sous chef takes to realize that the cook back there has just gone and set fire to half the kitchen. Um, That is, you're kind of, you're you're trying to force something too much. And so your your change, I mean, fundamentally the change that you're gonna be able to, the solution you're gonna be able to create is gonna be very minuscule amount. And at the end of the day, your solution needs to be sold. It needs to be implemented. Someone needs to want it. And if it's a small change as opposed to actually it's a kitchen system, which is able to put out a fire, but it doesn't release the entire sprinkler system that ruins everything else. It just targets this direct targeted stream of concentrated foam or water, whatever the case is at that fire puts that out completely and everything, everyone else can continue working well yeah, that yeah. might be a, a better solution and actually it, it's not a case there for detection it's not a case of any, or prevention or anything or sort. it's let's let the fire happen let's accept it's going to happen and move on or let's not even look at kitchens let's not look at fire stuff let's right but what has given me an idea now is systems that sit on buildings and detect crime or, or whatever the case is um, and maybe maybe not sitting on a building now but flying around detecting crime or something like yeah. that um let let those problems grow and change in that way as well don't force it because someone has said to you oh fire trucks are really cool or, or whatever the case is yep but i think that's a, a decent stopping off point uh if you've got any of your own suggestions for any of topic like this we'll happily go through that as well uh, let us know at ToastingDesigner@gmail.com. otherwise thanks very much for listening we'll catch you guys in the next one cheers